From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show. The push is on. Push is on. And it's starting out great. Starting out great, uh, benefiting the children, the kids from Children's Wisconsin. For kids that are not only in the hospital now and during the holiday season, but all year round. I got a nice email here. Mark says, always felt guilty for not contributing. This year I finally fixed it. $100. Thanks uh, for all that you guys do for the kids. That's from Mark. Mark, you to Maine. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Mark, and, and thank you for not sitting on the sidelines. That's fantastic, and, and thanks for the generous donation. I uh, got another one here from Tom. Tom says, hey, Bill, Tom from Oshkosh via Fort Myers, Florida. Made a modest donation, but really just wanted to say hi from Florida. I listen on the radio.com app, and thanks for the show and all that you guys do. And that is just awesome. Tom, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Matt writes in the Wendy's email inbox, he said, uh, just made a $20 donation. I encourage all other mail carriers out there to do the same. We drive around, we walk around, we have you on our headsets, and we have you on in the truck. It's awesome to listen to sports talk and Packers chatter during the day. Can you please encourage all other mail carriers to do the same? We are out there still working. We are necessary. Please, please donate. There you go. Matt, thank you so much. It's, it's, this is awesome. Keep it going. We're trying to raise from from the beginning of last hour to the end of the show, which comes up in now 53 minutes. We were trying to raise a total of $7,000. We'll get a, an estimate as to where we're at. But please, can you keep donating? Uh, because, look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you're on the network, and this the, the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network is massive. If you're on the network, everybody donates a buck. Take the time to donate a buck, five minutes to donate a buck. We would put us over the $7,000 mark tenfold easy can you please 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 help us out go to uh, 1250amthefan.com that's 1250amthefan.com and make a donation 1250amthefan.com and make a donation that would be fantastic chris uh, just donated twenty dollars mike says can you give a shout out to my daughter she's with us in the car uh say hi to kathy kathy how you doing i don't if you want me to say the last name or not, Mike, so I'm not going to. But uh, Kathy driving around in the car with mom and dad. Kathy, how we looking? There you go. <laughs> oh, good, good stuff. Hey, um, a lot of things coming up tomorrow on the program as well. I want to remind you that i uh, going to get you ready for the Packers and the Eagles discussing some controversial tweets about this year's draft class. Uh, also, uh, Ruben Frank of NBC Sports in Philadelphia going to be here. Eric Baranchek, Mike Clemens as well, as always, our regulars on the weekend. And uh, we also talk uh, and break down some of the betting lines. Hey, by the way, when you're, when you're breaking down some betting stuff, uh, BetQL, BetQL, BetQL. This segment's going to be uh, powered by BetQL. Be smarter. Beat the books. Download BetQL. It's the BetQL app. B-E-T-Q-L. BetQL app. Download that uh, today or go to BetQL.com. And it's not a betting app, but it just it's a tool for those who do like to bet a little bit. It helps you get all the data sitting in front of you to make a better bet. Um, so if you can do that, by all means, go to BetQL.com. That's BetQL.com or just download the app, put it on your 
your Apple, your Android, whatever phone you're walking around with in your pocket, and you got all the information right there sitting right in front of you. Uh, it's always great this time of year. Uh, it's always great whenever, whatever time of year, but to get this guy on the program, our buddy uh, Leroy Butler, the Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer and the man that will go to the NFL Hall of Fame, uh, is joining us now. Leroy, how you been, buddy? Uh, I've been great, Bill. I can't complain. I see you know, a lot of people going through a lot of tough times, so I just try to make myself, make myself available. And I, I can't tell Joe no or he'll put me in his doghouse. That means he won't invite me to <laughs> golf with him. So No, you can say no anytime. <laughs> no, I can't. Or you can do whatever yeah. you want. No, I can't. You'll give me that stare. No, I don't want that. Hey, Leroy, I got to ask you, and I, I said this last year, um, when, and I really thought you were going to get in last year, but this year, what would it mean – uh, and hopefully we're out of COVID by then and people can go and celebrate. But what would it mean to have you and Charles Woodson, two of the greatest defensive backs ever to play for the Green Bay Packers, to get in in the same class, to have that sea of green and gold, and all those fans appreciate, say, just a Packers weekend? It would be a great start to 2021 because 2020 was just so terrible for so many people. But for myself – uh, it, I just want like kids to look at me and Charles to say that safety is a position that is okay to play because you know everybody wants to be the quarterback. So, but as of lately, they've been putting in safeties the last few years. But you know, safety and kickers really never got a lot of respect. So now it's okay to be a safety, and I think that's what be that'll be a phenomenal message. But if you're a disabled um, or a special needs kid or you have a parent and you have a special needs kid like I do, I think once I go in, I think it'll be very important for them because I will represent them because I went through some tough times growing up being poor and going through poverty. But if you put in you know, special education, special needs on top of that, that's a lot for any young kid to deal with. So those kind of things would be great. And not to mention... Uh, Woodson has his wine uh, that we were talking about, and I'm developing a new vodka. So somebody's going to be drunk somewhere, but it won't be me. But somebody <laughs> will. I was going to say, how does a guy that very, very rarely, if ever, drinks develops a vodka? I know, right? Isn't that, but my fans do. And that's the thing about it. Chad Greenway, a good friend of mine that played. You know Chad, Bill. He yeah, played with yeah. uh, Minnesota. And him and Grey Duck, they've been doing some great things across the border. And I was like, you know, I don't really into drinking. I don't drink. I don't smoke. He said, but your fans do. And that's true. Every, I guess right. I'll be very honest with you, Bill, and you know this. Me and Reggie White were the only two that did not drink on the yep. um, team. But I did a lot of stuff for Miller Coors, of course. And I do a lot of uh, drink responsibly. I want people to drink, you know, responsibly, of course. But I like to throw that Wisconsin thing in there. But I, I want to do a new venture. I talked to Woodson about it, and he said the that business is booming. So I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a guy that boomed. I mean, you look at a guy like Tito's. I mean, that guy was just brooding exactly. in his own place, but now he's, he's the biggest guy <laughs> there is. So, you know, exactly. I mean, that, next thing it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be now what are you going to call it? Is it is it you know, drink and leap? Oh, no. It's, well, you know, Leap got to be in it. Leap Premium Vodka. Okay. So I'm, I'm very, very Just... excited about it. We should have it up probably by 
maybe January the 4th, give or take. So I I'm look very, forward very to maybe a post-game show where you and Gary and I are all sitting around doing taste testing. <laughs> I'll have water. You guys that's, have cigars yeah, and vodka. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> That'd be a good day right there. That'd be a let it fly day. You better hope the Packers don't lose on that day. We might have to hit that dump button all day, all day long. Uh, you might be right about that, bucket. Bill. Yeah, hey, I, uh, I, I do want to ask I, you. Real, real quick, Bill. I do appreciate yeah. your uh, text the other day. Thank you, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing. And for those that don't know what he's talking about, it's it's when it was announced that you're a semifinalist again. Everybody in the company, we always put out emails, and, and everybody kind of responds in, in, in a group. And, and that's great, but, it you know, it means the most when somebody reaches out. And I've known you for a long time, a lot longer than just working, uh, you know, at the fan. And I just thought, man, if there's a guy that ever deserves it, and I just remember the amount of time you spent with us in New York and – and all the fun we had, and then sitting there and talking with Ronnie Lott, and and just the the that was one of those moments, Leroy, where when you guys were talking, I learned a long time ago you shut up because there's nothing I can contribute to the conversation. I just listen to you guys talk, and I've always had this level of respect for you and what it is you did in the in the glory days, so to speak. But then to listen to the regurgitation of all the information and all the stories and all of what you guys went through. It just raises that level of respect, and sometimes you don't really appreciate somebody's career until after they're done with it and they tell you what they went through, and then you kind of look at it and go, oh, uh, it gives you another level of appreciation for it, and it's always always been something that stuck with me. So so I, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that when, but I, I just know you're going to get in. It's, it's, it's going to happen because it's very much deserved. Uh, I wanted to ask you because you, you talked about tough times growing up, and we're doing the toy drive, and I, I know we got a little bit of time in this segment. We're going to come back in another one, but I want to know what you went through as a kid. Um, excuse me, because there's so many parents that go through tough times with their kids, and when we're doing this toy drive, we're sitting here talking about Children's Wisconsin. We're talking about raising money for kids, toys for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in poverty, growing up tough times, growing up as somebody that struggled physically. What was that? What did it mean to you when out of nowhere you were getting toys, when you were getting some kind of level of appreciation in in that particular manner? This is what my mom told me, and she was my hero. She taught me to be the person I am today. She told me the real heroes help people that they don't know. People are calling up, people are going online, helping kids they've never met, they'll never see these kids. I used to be a recipient of programs like we're doing today. And I shout out to all you guys been doing this for 24 hours. That's real commitment. No other station is doing that. Um, And I just appreciate that because as a little kid, I went to Hope Haven. It was in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm -hmm. And we would get gifts, Bill. We didn't know who it came from. And it really didn't matter at one point. But if you're a parent and you're praying to God to let my son or daughter walk out of this hospital and I don't have enough money because of a pandemic to provide for them because every kid wants something, but every kid doesn't want a PS5, Bill. They just want something just something that just called their own and this provides mm-hmm. that so i want to thank everybody for helping out this really means a lot let's do this we'll take a quick break we'll come back talk a little more football uh, side of things when we come back uh, we're joined by Leroy butler the green bay packer hall of famer semi-finalist for the pro football hall of fame this hour of toy drive live also brought to you by our friends at union house we thank them for being a part of the program and also from our friends at bud light seltzer unquestionably good stay tuned we got more with Leroy butler coming up right after this 
Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. You're listening to Toy Drive Live as we broadcast for 24 straight hours and make one final push for the 14th annual Fan Toy Drive for Children's Wisconsin, presented by Annex Wealth Management. Go to 1250amthefan.com now and click on the Toy Drive link to donate money or toys from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Back to the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back, and we are glad you are with us on Toy Drive Live. Always, always uh, the the best time of year. So much fun to be able to do this program and to be able to help, uh, you know, in some way, shape, or form, raise awareness for the kids that are in the hospital and uh, that will be in the hospital, unfortunately, uh, throughout the year. But if we can raise money, if we can get toys. I said at the beginning of the, uh, of the last hour, I said $7,000 buys 585 toys. 585 toys think about all the kids that are going to go through there that's about that's not even half a year so just this little two hours of our program if we can raise seven thousand dollars to buy that amount of toys then think of all the kids we just took care of in some way shape or form and that's only you know maybe a month or so of of the year i mean it just it's mind-boggling how many kids are going to go through children's wisconsin and and what what we can do to help so please keep it coming I want to say hi to Frank. I want to say hi to Christine. I want to say hi to Jesse. Uh, all donated money. Did not want their 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 amounts out there, which is fine. Although I got to say, Frank, you're the man. Uh, but thanks so much for all your donation. Uh, also, this hour of uh, Toy Drive Live brought to you by our friends at Union House. So, Leroy Butler, the Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer and a semifinalist for this year's Pro Football Hall of Fame, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So, Leroy, I want to get back into some some X's and O's of this Packers team. Um, you know, this team could go 13-3, and three, still end up with a number one seed. And as many people have said, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. You go, you win a couple of games in the postseason, you get beat again. Is this a good year, for, you know, in your eyes right now for Green Bay Packer football? Have they done enough? Well, uh, it depends on what side of the ledger you really want to be on, Bill, because it's, it's a, it is a pocket of people that haven't gotten over the Jordan Love draft. And they're just, well, you got no weapons for Aaron Rodgers, so they're just going to win a lot of games and get knocked out of the playoffs. I would disagree with those folks. I would say, listen, Aaron Rodgers is a good chance. He's the number one rated quarterback. Happy birthday to Aaron, by the way. He's mm-hmm. the number one rated quarterback. He has more touchdowns than anybody, okay? And he has the number one scoring offense. And then if you think about it, to be, I mean, he's uh, number one, well, I'd say 1B in the NFC because, you know, the Saints is like a half game there. You know, how much did that draft really matter? And that's the reason why those people got to get past that and hope that this team is going to be put in a position to win a Super Bowl because there's no really dominating defenses. The one time people thought the Rams were, were great, well, guess what? They got beat by San Francisco. I mean, you, you would think about a lot of upsets – always comes in november december bill and you know this and, mm-hmm. and so does joe even ellen heffelfinger knows this and that's my guy i love him when you <laughs> play in december you play your best football you have to mm-hmm. bill if you don't play your best football now then sooner or later some teams are going to figure you out because in this pandemic you don't know when a guy may be hit with covid or injuries 
you got a guy like Tavon Austin come in and say, listen, I just need a chance. Just give me right. a chance at something. So that's the spark that they need in this offense. So I don't understand about the weapons thing anymore because they're number one across the board in everything. So with that being said, they're going to be one of three teams on in the NFC to have a chance at the Super Bowl because that's what it's really about. 100% correct. Now, defensively speaking, how good are they? <laughs> I'm going to yeah. throw you right into it. Uh, I have three things that really I was brought up with. Alignment, assignment, and execution. Well, against mm-hmm. the Bears, the 57-yard run that Montgomery had, that was alignment. They weren't even lined up properly. I mean, so there's your 57 yard. Now they touched down the first touchdown to Robinson. They weren't lined up correctly. Okay, the second touchdown to Robinson, they weren't lined up correctly. So all the minuses are when you're not lined up correctly. But here's the reciprocal, the flip side. When they were lined up correctly, savage pick, savage pick, Ladarius Smith, sack, strip, fumble. Preston Smith picks it up, score. So you got some babies out there with some grown men, and the babies got to grow up quick, and they have to learn. But I will say this. I'm a big Blake Martinez fan. I on and off the field. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, Chris Barnes, they're going to get him back from COVID, by the way, so Mm -hmm. you'll have more depth there. The middle linebacker position, they may regret not bringing back Blake Martinez at some point. I mean, that guy's like, I think he's like 50 in the league in tackles. But the defense is good enough to win. There's no dominant defense anymore. Pittsburgh got one, of course, Baltimore. But, Bill, all these guys are pretty much the same. I mean, even Tampa Bay, uh, as of late, has been giving up points. Yes. They're a good defense, but they've been giving (laughs) up points. they got a really strong front. Yeah. And so Seattle I, defense been playing better, Bill. The last few, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, Jamal Adams, man, that guy's a player. He kind of reminds me of myself in a way. I remember I heard my guy Bucky Brooks say that. But I, they brought Dunlap in, and they've right. been playing better because they were one of the worst in the league a few weeks ago. Yeah, and when Dunlap, he's the one that got that big sack in the game the other night uh, exactly. for Seattle, and so they made that move, and it ended, that one move paid off in, as far as a win goes for them. Um, yeah. But it, the defensive backfield, how would you? Because I like Savage. I really, I mean, I really like Savage. When he's healthy, he likes to hit, and I like that in a, in a guy that's going to roam the middle. I also, mm-hmm. if you can keep Kevin King healthy, obviously Jair Alexander. With Adrian Amos back there, kind of guiding things. How good that secondary? I've said before is top seven, top five. See, the thing about it is, it's the rotation that kills them, Bill. For some reason, Pettit likes to play a lot of diamond nickel. Right. So you got some of the babies out there. You got the Sullivans out there. I mean, Raven Greens out there. When normally in old school, you only played your diamond nickel when they brought in three receivers. But if you look at the 57-yard run again, back to that particular play against uh, Chicago, he had a dime defense out there. I mean, I'm sorry, a nickel defense. When I say nickel, you got five defensive backs and two linebackers. You really should have had your base out there. Your base defense stops the run when they have two wide receivers. So that's just a, a, just one of these things where the analytic department say, well, you know, you're beating a team by 14. They're going to throw the football. So put your best pass defense out there. 
I would disagree with that. I would put the best defense out there that I think that can give me more opportunities. And that would be when teams want to throw the ball a lot. Every time Mr. Trubisky wanted to throw, it was a disaster. So why would they even throw the football? They ran the mm-hmm. football. And that's the reason, real quick, Bill, how the Colts got back into the game. Remember, they were down 14 points. They ran Jonathan Taylor eight straight times. Run plays, run plays. That's how they got back into the game. Right. They weren't going to throw it. So Pettit has to come away not to fall in love with these dime and nickel defenses because now it is something new. Rashad Gary, I don't know if people know that, but he actually started the game. Preston mm-hmm. Smith played better, though. Yep, no doubt. Rashawn Gary, you like him coming on? Do you, I mean, yes, I, I do. I, he's never going to be that stat guy because everybody keeps talking nope. about sacks. He was never he's a sack not. guy in Michigan. He needs to be a disruptor and set the edge. Bill, you're smart, man. See, the stuff you see people don't see on television. They really don't. They just look for the Bosa types, the guys who get 15, 16 sacks, you know, at Ohio State or mm-hmm. wherever. But he's not that guy. This guy was a creator. I mean, he's a big physical guy. That's why he made grade out great. But when you look in the newspaper, no sacks, you know, no cost mm-hmm. fumbles, no touchdowns. But he's really been, you know, he's one of these guys I'm going to give a lot of space to because he was a 12th you know, overall pick to become a great player. I believe the light is going on. And moving forward, he's going to be a pretty good player. He's going to play really good for the Packers moving forward. I'm very excited about him. Leroy, you guys are going to pick up the uh, baton when I get off the air on our flagship station out of Milwaukee and yeah. really push people for the toy drive. Uh, best of luck. I know you're going to get in the Hall of Fame. You and I are going to chat again uh, real soon. We'll probably begin talking about Packers postseason. But nevertheless, uh, thanks for joining us for a couple of minutes, and thanks for picking up the phone when Joe calls. Well, I tell you what, two things I'm looking forward to in 2021 uh, out of a plethora of things. That's hopefully getting into the Hall of Fame. And the second would be uh, be uh, a part of Joe's wedding to watch that because his yeah. wedding had to be pushed off. So his, his beautiful wife and Joe, I'm going to try to make that. I don't care if I'm sitting in my jacket, but I'll try to be there for that. Leroy, well, <laughs> just a suggestion. I would say that uh, that the best present would be vodka for everybody at the wedding. There you I'll go. Right. There, you, there go. you go. There you go. You got it. Yes. You got it. That, that, that sounds good. And I, we, we all really appreciate that, Leroy. Thank you. Yeah. No there you go. It's going to be Thanks fun lot, stuff. Guys. Leroy Butler. There you go. Thanks, pal. Leroy Butler, the Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer, safety semifinalist for this year's Pro Football Hall of Fame, and joining us for a couple of minutes and always. You can find him on Twitter, by the way, at Leap36, at Leap36. But always appreciate it when he comes on the program. Uh, this portion of our uh, Toy Drive Live brought to you by Union House. Thanks to them for being a big part of the program. Okay. When we come back, what your money does, where it goes, where the toys go, from point A, which is your hand, to point B, the kid's hands. We're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk about the stewardship of Children's Wisconsin. We're going to get a little bit of an update, but we need the push. We really, really, really need your help. Okay, we got less than a half an hour yet to go. We got 28 minutes left in this hour, and we were hoping to reach $7,000 in the last two hours of this program. So please pick up the phone. Uh, Well, excuse me, uh, not pick up the phone. If you can uh, make a donation, go online. 1250amthefan.com, 1250amthefan.com, online, right there on the front page, says Toy Drive. Click on it. Scroll down. It says Donate Here. Click on it. 
and make uh, quickly make a donation. You can do it in five minutes. Many of you, late lunch break, you're in the office, you're at home, maybe you're in a Zoom call, one of those uh, yawn Zoom calls, you're, you don't even have your mic on, okay? Please take a couple of minutes. Please, can you help us help the kids? Again, if everybody within the sound of my voice is listening to the program right now, donate, donates a dollar, we blow the lid off of our records. Please help us help the kids. And if you do, let me know about it. I'd be happy to give you a shout-out in the last 27 minutes of this program, okay? Stay tuned. From your pockets to the kids' hands, we're going to explain the whole thing when we come back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. You're listening to Toy Drive Live as we broadcast for 24 straight hours and make one final push for the 14th annual Fan Toy Drive for Children's Wisconsin, presented by Annex Wealth Management. Go to 1250amthefan.com now and click on the Toy Drive link to donate money or toys from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Back to the Bill Michaels Show. We got this. We got, I'm feeling good about this. We wanted to raise about seven grand over the last two hours. I'm feeling good about this as the money continues to pour in. Say to, uh, hi to Mike, listening to us in Jefferson, who made a donation. Prince is listening to us in Viroqua. He said, met you at the uh, Nelson Agri Center out there last year. Can't wait for you to come back and, and make an affiliate visit there. Max, listening to us in Chippewa Falls, donated 200 bucks, listening to us on our affiliate uh, up in Eau Claire. Also, Allie in Sheboygan donated 50 bucks. Uh, for Tricia, Tricia is currently in Children's Wisconsin, and she said it's a great cause. And continue to continue to say, we'll give you an update on the money coming up here shortly. How much we've raised, but we we got to keep going, got to keep going. Uh, and also, this portion, this hour of the Toy Drive Live, brought to you by Union House, and thanks to them for being a huge part of the program as well. So now we want to go from your hand, your wallets. To the kids that actually receive the toys and uh, the process and how it goes, Christine Baranowski, uh, the VP of Engagement and Stewardship for Children's Wisconsin Foundation, joining us uh, now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Christine, great to talk to you again. Hello, Bill. Thank you for the opportunity. So how are things going? Let's start there, because uh, when it comes to Children's Wisconsin, especially in a pandemic, uh, I, I know you're probably seeing more kids than usual, but how's it going there? Well, um, like everyone, um, we've had definitely an unprecedented year, um, and we're just so fortunate to have the support of the community to help us do what we do. Um, so um, thank you to everyone that has supported Children's Wisconsin this year and in the past. So the, the, the toys, because we talk about the money and trying to follow the, the line. So the money comes to you guys. This year's a little bit different, obviously. We're not doing this in person. We're not bringing a semi-load of tro- toys over. Everything's been done differently. So these things will get bought. The toys will get bought. Uh, and then they get sanitized. And then, whether it's the Kids of Children's Wisconsin or Robin's Nest, it really does bring a lot of uh, joy to somebody's life uh, that is uh, probably not at the best point in their life, right? Absolutely. You know, and this year, even more so, um, because people couldn't really go into the hospital and donate like they normally do. We usually throughout the year would have a lot of um, organizations or individuals dropping off toys for the kiddos. And so we're actually really in dire need of toys for the kids. And it really does bring a smile to the kids' faces um, when they're really going through some challenging situations. You you brought up a great point right now in the pandemic when you get a parent or you get one relative a day that is allowed in to see the kids. So it's not the steady stream of friends and visitors and 
and all that. Uh, very few therapy animals and things that would come and brighten a day. So it really is just a child in a hospital bed, maybe one parent, and they have a toy. And, and it's something to do, something to play with. That's it. And, and we, we don't think about that barren existence inside a hospital right now. Right. That's exactly it. Um, so anything that the community is doing, whether they're donating a toy online um, or they're actually making a cash donation, we're going to make sure that we translate those cash donations into toys for the kids. And now I'm going to put you on the spot. And if you don't know the answer, that's completely fine. I apologize. But I had made a mention earlier. I said if we could raise about 7000 bucks, the average cost of a toy, 11 or $12, I think, when I was reading online. So it's like 585 toys. How quickly would you go through that? Do you know? Wow, that's a good math question. Um, I don't know the answer to that. Um, you know, the, the one thing is, you know, that we're not, um, obviously because of the pandemic, we're not, there's no sharing at all of toys. So it really depends on what the census is in, in, within the hospital walls. Um, so I don't know, but I would say, uh, unfortunately, rather quickly. I, that's what I was going to say is that's, yeah. that's maybe not even a month you know, of toys. So when you think about the grandeur of what it is we're trying to do, what we're trying to raise, and, and even when we bring those semis uh, year after year that we've been doing this uh, over to children's to say, okay, here's all these toys, th- they go quick. So when you say you're in a dire need, I, I think this year more than most people need to understand that you are in a position right now where you're really reaching out probably more than ever to say, can you help us right now, right? Right, absolutely. You know, and we've been so um, really um, honored by the community support this year, not only financially, but also when the pandemic hit in March, the community came together and they donated a lot of PPE and masks and gloves. And so um, now is the time to um, transfer that and, and, and really donate toys for the kids. Is there anything, I mean, obviously, you know, we're going to go and do this uh, through 6 o'clock tonight. Our flagship station out in Milwaukee, 1250 AM, has been fantastic as always. But is there anything else, because you can't drop them off, you can't go buy them and put them in a bin, is there anything else people can do? Uh, can they just? Can they sometimes just mail you directly? Maybe people don't have the money today, but they want to give you money down the road. Is there anything they can do? Is there a website they can go to to, to continue to donate? Oh, absolutely. Um that anyone can make a donation today. Um, in the future, they can go to childrenswi.org slash helpkids any day um, and make a donation. Childrenswi.org slash helpkids, and they can do it. Hey, real quick, uh, I've only got about a minute or two here, but um, for those that don't know, Robin's Nest is also a part of this, and we've helped them in the past, and every year we get the explanation as to what Robin's Nest is because people think about just kids that are laying in hospital beds, but this really does help other kids as well, and Robin's Nest is a part of that. Can you give us just kind of the, the, the Cliff Notes version of how you help out the kids of Robin's Nest? Absolutely. So Robin's Nest is really a special area that we have our foster parents and foster kiddos um, come in and they can essentially shop and there's no cost at all. So it's really a great, uh, su- really supply area that people can come in and get clothes and toys and some sporting goods um, items. So it's, and all of that is funded by the community. So again, the generosity of the community is just amazing. And that's helping kids that are sick in the hospital. And it's also helping kids in our community that might be in a foster care situation. 
Christine, it's a heck of a time of year. We hope that uh, what little it is we do here really helps out the kids inside the hospital and also at Robin's Nest. And always thanks so much for for helping us out and helping us help you. So we appreciate your time, your effort, and, and God bless you guys over there. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing to help the kids. Thanks, Christine. There you go. Christine Baranowski, VP of Engagement and Stewardship for the Children's Wisconsin Foundation, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And you heard her. You know, it's it's stuff we don't think about. You know, you can't have friends and family in. So the kids, all they have right now during this pandemic, it's not just Christmas time. It's until this thing subsides, which may not be until the fall of next year. All they have in the hospital is maybe one parent or a relative or a friend, and then they're alone. And all they're going to get is this toy. That's it. So can you help us help the kids? I've got 15 minutes, 14 minutes now to give out as many shout-outs as I can. Please keep them coming. Uh, I'll try to say hi to anybody and everybody. Um, you don't, like I said, if you can donate, go to 1250amthefan.com. 1250amthefan.com. Right there on the front page is the Toy Drive logo. Click on it. Make, <clears throat> excuse me. Make a donation and I, just let me know real quick, and I'll try to say hi to anybody you want me to say hi to. Because this, this is the only time of year we do this. This is the only show we do this on. You know? Most of the time we're talking about the X's and O's and Packers and opinions and screaming and yelling and ranting and raving. And today, it's all about the kids. Can you please help us help them? More of the Bill Michael Show next. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers installing the game plan for Philadelphia. The Eagles have struggled on offense, but the defense still features players like Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and Malik Jackson. Their defensive coordinator is former Lions head coach Jim Schwartz. Aaron Rodgers... I mean, they're a top 10 defense. Um, it's a you know it's a good defense played against Jim Schwartz a number of times again in Detroit and Philly last year. Uh, he is a really good defense coordinator. Um, he is a really smart guy. Uh, they have everything up. You know they stress you with defenses you don't see a whole lot. They stress you with empty pressures and you know it's it's a really good defense. The Packers working with their new offensive line. Corey Lindsley out for at least a month with that MCL sprain. So taking over at centers Elton Jenkins and filling the left guard spot is rookie John Runyon, whose father John Senior played offensive tackle for 14 years in the NFL, mostly for the Eagles. Philadelphia fans are just a little different about their fandom. It's kind of hard to describe and, you know, like, like I said, it's going to be awesome, you know, go out there just like any other game, but it's, it's a little extra special that I'm playing against the team I grew up watching. That's Packers rookie left guard John Runyon in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. You're listening to Toy Drive Live as we broadcast for 24 straight hours and make one final push for the 14th annual Fan Toy Drive for Children's Wisconsin, presented by Annex Wealth Management. Go to 1250amthefan.com now and click on the Toy Drive link to donate money or toys from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Back to the Bill Michaels Show. Thanks to Union House bringing you this hour of Toy Drive Live and uh, keep it coming, keep it coming. Okay, i got to get through all this. All right. I uh, want to say hi to Ezekiel, who uh, said, good luck on the goal of 7,000. Donated 20 bucks. Hope it helps get you there by, by 2 o'clock. Uh, Ezekiel, hey, anything helps. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this one's from uh, Michael. Says, uh, Bill donated $25 for a great cause. Also da- donating to our local toy drive here as well. Thank you for doing this. 
Um, Jill, uh, you know, look, you guys are great. Yeah, he said, don't mention the names, but here you go. Uh, Wisconsin sports fans from uh, Eau Claire listening to us. So thank you so much, as always. You're great fans, and I hear from you all the time. I want to say hi to Jesse listening to us in uh, Two Rivers, who donated 50 bucks. Josh in Wittenberg donated $200. Faye in New London uh, donated $20, said great cause. Uh, Frank in Stevens Point uh, donated 200 Joe in Stevens Point donated 500 uh, Dwayne in Marshfield donated 50 uh, This is also Faith listening to us in Merrill. Said uh, $25, uh, and please, God bless all of you and the kids. Um, let's see here. Scott in Wausau. Scott in Wausau said, uh, I'll give you $50 more <laughs> just for coming on and staying on an extra hour here listening to you on the ESPN station uh, on the FM side in Wausau. Love the show. Uh, just discovered it. Awesome. Uh, Tom listening to us in Chippewa Falls. Uh, thanks, Tom, so much. Appreciate it. He said he donated fifty dollars. Uh, Margot uh, said she donated fifty dollars in the name in the ne- in the memory of her daughter Cassie. Uh, thank you so much uh, to everybody. This is great. This I I, I don't have the the tote. Uh, I wish we did. Uh, I don't have it sitting here in front of me because we're all work, working virtually. We're we're efforting it, and who knows? Maybe Sparky uh, on if you're listening to us on the app, twelve fifty a.m. The fan on the radio.com app or on the website there. You can listen as well. Sparky, I'm sure at some point or another, we'll, uh, we'll give you an update uh, as to the, the amount of money raised. It's been a terrific, terrific, terrific day. It, it really has been. We can't say thanks enough uh, to all of you that have donated. Um, we appreciate it so, so much. So, so much. Um, but this is uh, – 2020 sucks, and we've said this from the very beginning. I wish we had, uh, you know, better – outlook right now but we just don't know when this whole thing's going to end and uh it doing this it's got to just make you feel a little bit better right chris and chilton just donated 75 dollars. said give me a shout out uh, i'm working at the ace hardware store chris at the ace hardware store in chilton you to me thank you so much thank you so much uh tom listening to us in menominee says i love you up here on wmam uh, miss the trips up here. Got to get you back up for the high school football game. Maybe our life will get back to normal next year. I would love nothing more than to be attending the M&M game. I, I really would. I love that up there. Uh, Chris listening to us in Sturgeon Bay as well. Just donated $25. Um, Art in Antigo says that uh, he is going to donate when he gets home, but he wanted me to give him a shout-out. Uh, so please do it, Art. I already did it, so you got to go donate now. So it's great. Thanks to everybody that donated today. Um, we will give you totals um, tomorrow. And if they don't give them to you later today, uh, I'm not here tomorrow, but Radio Joe is going to carry you the rest of the week and uh, take you through tomorrow. And tomorrow on the program, going to get you ready for the Packers and the Eagles. Talking about uh, the uh, controversial tweet about this year's draft class. Ruben Frank of NBC Sports in Philadelphia is going to give you the lowdown on the Eagles side of things. And Doug Peterson and such. And Eric Baranchek and Mike Clemens are all going to be here. But it has been one hell of a day in money raising and for the kids. But think about that. When you make a donation, if you haven't already, go to 1250amthefan.com. That's 1250amthefan.com. And we just heard from uh, Christine Baranowski, uh, the VP of Engagement over there at Children's Wisconsin. The amount of toys that we raised over the last two hours will last about a month. About a month. Think of how many more we have to go. And we haven't been able to do what we normally do by dropping off a semi. 
So think about your kids. Think about other kids right now, this time of year, and what we can do. So if you haven't donated yet, just think about it and maybe just reach in and say, here, I can do this. I can do this a dollar, five dollars, whatever it happens to be, because it all adds up. The average price of a toy is anywhere between seven to eleven dollars. So we just took the high end, you know, just kind of figured it out. But uh, if you you can help us help the kids, that would be fantastic, absolutely fantastic. It has been an absolute dream today. This is one of the things when you get into broadcasting and you get buried in the stats and statistics and all the the arguing and the screaming and the yelling and it's like a bunch of adults in a bar talking sports and we're all hoisting beers at the end of the day but when you go home and you lay your head on the pillow at night and you say what else is out there that means something today means something. Thank you all so much. Don't forget, Green and Gold postgame show coming up after the game on Sunday. Later tonight, it's the Bill Michaels huddle. Bill Huber, Bill Rabior, and me, Bill Michaels. Killer bees tonight, baby. All brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. Loving it. Thanks to Union House for bringing you this hour of Toy Drive Live. And thanks to all of you who donated. And thanks to those of you who have not yet. Yet. Time for us to go. Have a go. Swoop. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.